Welcome to Small Biz Brainiac, providing employer intelligence that helps you navigate the regulatory landscape and keep you on course running the business you love. Here's your host, Thomas Rock Lindsay. Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of Small Biz Brainiac, episode 107 How to Interview Like a Pro, Part 1. Now, you've all heard the saying that practice makes perfect, right? But how are you supposed to become an expert interviewer? Because it's not like you're hiring someone every day or every week or even every month for that matter. It's hard to become a professional interviewer when you don't have the opportunity to practice interviewing regularly. Well, if you have an HR manager, they might be really good at interviewing, but this is your employee, so you need to do the interview. It's okay to have them in the room with you, but you need to run the show. Now, there are two phases to the interview. The first phase is preparation, and the second phase is the actual interview. And in today's part, we're going to talk about the preparation, which happens to be the most important part. Benjamin Franklin said, quote, by failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. If you don't prepare, you're going to screw up the interview, and you might scare away a great employee. They aren't the only one being interviewed. Great employees want to work for great employers, and if they don't like what they see in you, they'll turn down your job offer. I've conducted a lot of interviews over the past 20 years, and I'll admit it, I'm not very good. And the area where I need the most improvement is with my questions which happens to be a big part of the preparation. To prepare for an interview, you need to make sure that you have a clear understanding of the position. You need to have a copy of the job description, the job posting, and any communications between the applicant and whomever was doing the screening. You want to make sure that there aren't any discrepancies between the description and the posting, because if there are, you'll want to make sure and address those proactively at the beginning of the interview. Now, the next thing you need to do is a thorough reading of the application or resume and any cover letter. You want to pay close attention to every detail, like how well it's written. Or is there anything that smells funny? Are there any missing or odd details in the work history? You'll get a great idea for probing questions from a painstaking review of the resume. For example, if the job description requires a working knowledge of, say, scissor lifts, and the application or resume doesn't show any signs of having worked in an environment where they would have obtained that knowledge, then you'll want to add those questions to your list. Next, research the applicant using social media. But be careful. You could create liability for yourself if you learn information that identifies them as someone in a protected group and you use that information in your interview. Now, some experts suggest that You should wait until after the interview to do that, but not me. There can be valuable information on social media pages that you may lawfully consider, and that info is more useful before the interview. You just need to understand what you can't use as part of the hiring decision. I'll tell you what those are, but if you don't think you can handle it or you just don't want to deal with it, then have your HR manager do it and report the relevant findings to you. Now, if you don't have an HR manager, you can always outsource it to a provider. 
So here are some things that you might learn from your social media search that you may use. You might see that they post questionable pictures of themselves showing poor judgment. Or you might see posts demonstrating a tendency for violence. Or maybe they go off on racial rants. You could learn that they miss a lot of work due to vehicle issues, childcare issues, or maybe they party too hard and drink too much on weeknights. I'm always surprised at how much information people divulge on social media. Unless your findings overwhelmingly point to a no decision, then take what you see with a grain of salt and be prepared to learn more during the interview. For example, my wife uses my Facebook account. She says she doesn't post anything, but you can see what I'm saying. Someone else might be accessing their accounts and posting things that they don't know about. Now here's a list of the things that you might learn during your search that you can't use as part of the hiring decision. Gender, race, which those might be obvious when you do meet them. Nonetheless, you can't ask about them. Religion, age, sexual orientation, salary history. Let's stop on that one for a second because let's say that you're an employer in California and for some strange reason, you learn through social media that the applicant makes 65000 in their current position. Now, with the expansion of the California Fair Pay Act that took effect on January 1st, 2017, not the Fair Pay Act, but the expansion of it, you can't use past salary history to justify an otherwise unlawful difference in pay. So if you already have someone working in that same position that you're hiring for, you don't want to be using past salary history to determine what you're going to pay them. You're better off not even worrying about it. And if you listened to Tuesday's episode about Puerto Rico's new equal pay law, you'd know that you can't ask about salary history at all in Puerto Rico or in the city of Philadelphia or in the state of Massachusetts. The next one is disability. You can't ask about disabilities, but you can ask about abilities as they relate to the position. So let's say you see a post with a picture of an applicant using a walking cane and the job requires extensive standing and a lot of walking and lifting. You can't ask, do you have a disability, which would interfere with your ability to perform the job, but you can ask if they are able to perform the duties that the job requires. And finally, criminal history. Now, in Ban the Box states, you can't ask about criminal history during the interview or any time before an offer is made. Now, remember from episode 70 back in September of 2016, I told you that there were 24 states and several cities and counties that have adopted a ban-the-box law for private employers. And I'm not sure if there have been any more since then, but it wouldn't surprise me. So let me say this again. You need to be particularly careful not to expand your interview questions beyond the legal interview limits, and not just with information that you might have discovered during a social media search. Now, please be sure to document your findings, the good and the bad. Print the web pages or take screenshots and be consistent in how you apply this practice and all policies and procedures for that matter. Don't ever ask an applicant or an employee for access to their social media accounts. I shouldn't even have to say that, but you can get into a lot of trouble by the Federal Stored Communications Act 
if you go prying into their accounts. Isn't this all kind of crazy? I mean, it's crazy to me that the government has taken on this role of co-owner in your business. But the worst kind of co-owner. He takes no risk, and he doesn't do a dang thing except create rules, and then he punishes you when you don't follow them. It's your business, and if you want to run it like some ignorant bumpkin, then you should have the right to do that. I mean, good luck succeeding, but that isn't anyone else's problem. If you're a jerk, only jerks will work for you, and you'll have jerk customers. But likewise, individuals should take responsibility for themselves and not subjugate their freedom to the nanny state in return for protections and the granting of unnatural rights. And you knew I wasn't going to let you get away without our a rant, right? That's it for part one. In part two, we're going to dive into interview questions and conduct. Meanwhile, hit me up on smallbizbrainiac.com with any employer-related questions. Robert and I will be there to answer them for you. Unlike the government, we're here to help. Well, there you have it. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Thanks for listening to Small Biz Brainiac. To get your questions answered by Thomas directly, visit smallbizbrainiac.com. And for more employer intelligence, be sure to join us again here on Small Biz Brainiac.